0: Hi
1: everyone! Welcome to Potluck. Have you had any? Uh, do you, are you a fried chicken man? You, you a regular fried chicken enjoyer? As you can probably guess, the topic for today is fried chicken.
0: I, I wouldn't trust anyone who isn't, except if you're a vegan or have some religious restriction. But otherwise, you
1: have to love fried chicken. I think so. Like it's, I mean, fried chicken is kind of weird, no? Because it's not like it's really part of any of like your or my like food culture, but still it's like this sort of quintessential, um, very regular craving that like we just have, or I have anyway. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, in, I, in I think...
0: Venezuela, uh, as part of the Caribbean, there, there is a lot of, of fried chicken or of, or, of chicken being fried. Uh, and there was like this uh, restaurant chain i I think it's original from canada it's called arturo's and that's like a a classic in in venezuela minds everybody (laughs) remembers that fried chicken at some point
1: Uh, yeah um yeah i mean i am personally for a couple of years now like a little bit obsessed with fried chicken i don't really know how it started But um, I think like I think about eating fried chicken probably four to five days out of the week. I don't actually (laughs) eat fried chicken four to five days in the week, Um, but it's something that I could eat, you know, like every second day easily, easily.
0: Do you have any memorable ones?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I can I can think of a couple. I can think of a couple and it's kind of annoying because like if you think of like a memorable sort of food, ex- you know, experience, you kind of want it to be, you know, like, we're, you know, if we were, when we were talking about tortilla, it was easier because, you know, you can talk about these mythical places in the mountains where some old women were making tortilla or fried chicken. Like if I think of the best fried chickens that I've had, the first one that comes to mind is the chicken karage in 7-Eleven in Japan. Which was just, you know, so incredibly like convenient, and you get it on the counter, right? The counter they have these little hot boxes uh, where they literally just take some fried chicken and put it in a paper bag. They have different kinds. They have one that's loose bits, and they have one that's like on a stick, which is like a tender loin on a stick, and it's just incredibly delicious. It's just as if somebody had injected that chicken with super tasty juice and fat.
0: <laughs> i've heard uh, like uh, for karage the the
1: chicken is marinated in koji uh, i don't know about that i feel like that must be i don't think that's like the traditional way to do it like for me karage is uh, mainly chicken that's either marinated or not but the main part is that it's coated in and in potato starch and then fried and the, know, there is a no, big difference
0: no 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 brine
1: at all uh, for for karage? I don't think like you can definitely do it. Like I've seen um, I've seen recipes where they they pre-marinated with like a little bit of light soy and um, aromatics, you know. But it's like I I don't think it's necessary. You know, it's not sort of like southern fried chicken where you brine it or you marinate it in buttermilk or you do something like that. I think often it is marinated, but it's more like a flavoring rather than a tenderizing. Um, from what I've seen anyway. But then again, karage is usually sort of like popcorn chicken. You know, it's not often big pieces of chicken. It's usually like bite size. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, second fried chicken for me in my top three would be a chicken that I had in Berlin, actually, in a Korean restaurant, which is near Tiergarten. And it was in this, like, I couldn't even tell you the name of the place.
0: This is now angry chicken so so angry
1: no 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 not at all it's it, it was this nameless place and it was like a big cafeteria and uh, apart from like many other sort of like um dishes that we ate they brought out a huge plate of fried chicken and again it, it was like something so simple it was just blowing my mind because each piece of chicken was like half of it was chicken and the other half of it was like liquefied. Umami chicken jelly inside of like a crackling crust. And, you know, this was like just like two, three years ago. Um, so I had already spent like a very, you know, considerable amount of my life cooking. And I was eating this chicken and I could not understand how they were getting this result. Like it was amazing and it was super, super delicious. And uh, um, the third place in my top three has to go to uh, Raisin Canes. You know, Raisin Canes? No, no idea. It's a fast food chain from the states that originated in in Louisiana, I think. Um, and they are um, a very very simple. You know, they have a very very simple restaurant concept. They do chicken tenders. They don't do chicken sandwiches. Their menu is super super small. They only have uh, chicken fingers made from chicken tenders, Texas toast, coleslaw, and sauces, and then sort of like fountain drinks and stuff like that. That's it but the chicken is super, super tasty. And like, I went there the first time when I was in in Texas and I went there like early morning, like 11.30 and I didn't really expect very much. And I really fucking enjoyed my meal. I was like, what? I was super surprised to go into a fast food place and enjoy it so, so much. Everything was piping hot, super nicely seasoned, like Texas toast, really nicely toasted. But then, you know, it like stayed in my mind and i was like oh you know but maybe that was because i was in the states i was like local but but this year actually i had a layover in uh saudi arabian airport and i walked through this like airport and there's a raisin canes and i was like oh cool you know like i'll just get some chicken and again it was super super delicious nice well my my yeah. top three is not
0: as sophisticated as yours uh well the first the first dish it is uh or the first the number one in my list uh, this would be uh untitled which is a a restaurant that already closed uh at the Whitney museum in in New York city and the chef was uh evan Tesler and this was like a perfect like perfectly crispy and juicy fried chicken. Uh, it was. Uh, it came with a sauce that it reminded me of aji dulce, which is like an, a non-spicy chili from Venezuela. Uh, it had like this uh, lacto-fermented flavor, the sauce that came to it. And yeah, this was just amazing. I remember it was the best thing I had that day, uh, or, or the thing I remember mo- the most from that museum. I, I spent the whole day on a museum and I, I just remember the fried chicken. The second one it would be like a friend's mother would uh, from Austria would make like uh like chicken schnitzel sandwiches, super mm. plain sandwiches just a uh uh fried uh chicken fillet with you know the the basic stuff you would put like in a sandwich like uh mayonnaise mustard and some salad that yeah. just, I think it's just the best thing to to make a sandwich of. And the third one, I think it would be Arturos. I always, uh, I always remember those fried chicken from from this restaurant chain. It would came with like with a coleslaw salad uh, with with yogurt and some pieces of pineapple, which was also great. Uh, Yeah, which would you say are the rules for a good fried chicken?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's really difficult, no? Because it's kind of like, you know, it's like at what point is, you know, chicken that you fry, fried chicken, right? <laughs> You're talking about, like, chicken schnitzel, you know? Which I, you know, would consider, you know, a fried chicken, for sure. And um, and it's like a staple, no? Like a chicken schnitzel sandwich at, like, especially, like, for me, it's, like, I... I um makes me think of like train stations in Germany or like airports, you know, you like grab something on the go. Um, and, but like, yeah, it's kind of like, for me, it it has to have a coating, right? Yeah, absolutely. It has to have, it, it has to be coated in stuff. You can't just take a piece of chicken and deep fry it and call it fried chicken. It has to be coated. Um, In the Western and I, I would go things.
0: further. I would say it has to be like a crispy uh, coating. I mean, like like uh, some sort of kitchen tempura wouldn't count for me as fried chicken. Would it? I don't know.
1: Mm, I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> because it's kind of like, um, you know, it's sort of like there's, there's so many like versions of, especially like in Asia, where something is fried and then tossed in sauce right? And then it doesn't become crispy anymore. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. You know I mean? Think of sort of like like sweet and sour, like twice cooked pork or twice cooked chicken, you know? In Chinese cooking, where they deep fry it first and then they toss it again in sauce. Yeah, And it's deep fried but it's glazed and it's kind of soggy. So it's like, is that fried? I don't know. That's up for debate, I would say.
0: Yeah, well Um, let's narrow it down to uh, crispy coated uh, fried chicken and let's say that that's the topic we're talking about
1: yeah i think i think we we can we can agree on that but like that's the cool thing about it because from there you know you, you can take it so many directions i mean i think i mean okay if we talk about like what i feel like is a must for fried chicken i think fried chicken needs to be either brined or marinated for sure okay you know that's really what makes good fried chicken um, also, the two can be combined. I think it needs to get, you know, coated in in uh, starch. So, in like Western cooking, is usually flour. It's uh, you know either flour dredge or you know you make a slurry and then um, uh, and then coated in flour or it's you know bread crumbed and fried. Uh, Or in, you know, in Asia, it's, you know, the simple starches, you know, cornstarch or potato starch, you know, which results, you know, in more sort of like crisp, crackling and more like delicate coating. And then those can be combined, you know. Um, And then obviously like the seasoning. I feel like fried chicken, it needs to get, I don't know, you know, I, I have trouble thinking of fried chicken that's not doused in sort of like a spice powder. You know, but then that being said, you know, raising canes—they don't season their chicken with anything. Through my extensive fried chicken research, I found out actually out how they how they brine their chicken at at raising canes, um, which is very interesting because apparently they make a brine with uh, adding MSG to the brine. Okay. And so they brine it overnight um, in this like salt and MSG uh, brine mixture. Um, and then they just simply um, flour it and fry it and, um, and results, because they only use the, ten, the tenderloin, right, which is the, as we both know, the, you know, strip underneath the chicken breast, which is extremely tender, as the name which suggests, you get this super juicy, flavoursome, umami chicken, right?
0: Have you tried using bottled milk uh, in the brine?
1: Yeah, for sure. I am a big fan of buttermilk, buttermilk or sour cream. So (laughs) the way that I make fried chicken, I I do like a marinade brine combined where I mix the chicken with a a dairy component, which is either buttermilk or sour cream, something lactic with lactic acid. I also add citric acid to it, usually like lemon juice or um, often also, if not citric acid, I add some like distilled white vinegar. And I already add salt into the mix together with like, you know, whatever you want, crushed black pepper, some garlic, you know, I'm actually a big fan of adding rosemary and like um, green jalapenos just sliced into the marinade. And all that, what that does is sort of like, it really, really like tenderizes the chicken and, um, and gives it like a lot of flavor. And like, I don't know, for me, I, for me, that's just a must-do when you do chicken. You know, I feel like all that part of the preparation is sort of like making this sort of like very simple, simple thing into something super delicious.
0: Yeah, koji would work perfectly in, in a marinade
1: like the, the one you're describing. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, speaking about like karage earlier, you know, I mean, soy sauce has the same effect, no? Like you add soy sauce to something basically like a brine, but also a marinade, you know, and, or a flavor. Um, direct flavor uh, enhancer
0: uh, and which pieces of the chicken
1: you say are the best <clears throat> I mean I ha- I have to go with chicken thigh yeah right? me too me like too. i mean chicken oh, fillet is okay, something so-
0: completely different like a schnitzel or something like that you, you would do that with yes. the fillet but, but i think when we talk about fried chicken the the It has to have a bone, right?
1: Oh, you think so? Really?
0: I mean, if we talk like uh, about American fried chicken, no?
1: I mean, yeah, kind of. I feel like this is a whole nother sort of like level of the debate, right? (laughs) It's like, yeah, no, because sort of like bone on fried chicken, obviously, I feel like it's more classic. If you like divide the chicken, you know, that that sort of like um, way of dividing a chicken where you get like, what is it, 10 pieces? Yeah, um, then
0: this is typical yeah.
1: fried chicken restaurants. Exactly, where you do a, like also divide the breast, sort of leaving the 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 breast pieces on the uh, on the rib cage, and then just kind of cutting through it. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, obviously, like cooking on the bone, like with any meat, gives you a much sort of like juicier, juicier chicken. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm about the I'm about the boneless. I'm about that boneless life. That's my, just like my, just like my relationship, man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I like the, but I think that it's because, because I'm so into like um, chicken sandwiches. Um, well, I think I, sort of like chicken sandwiches has to be thigh. And if you do like fingers, it has to be like breast and tenderloin,
0: right? I I also have to say one, one of the best, uh, things in life is um, chicken wings without the bone. You can eat them like popcorns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is something so enjoyable about just like sinking your teeth into a boneless chicken wing. It's kind (laughs) of like a, honestly, if you think about it, it's kind of like a Mugaritz approach, right? Because you look at it and you think there's bones inside, but actually the joy of being able to bite inside of it without the bones is so satisfying.
0: They, they had like a boneless chicken wing dish, uh, just with an really? egg yolk sauce. Yeah, back in 2005, I remember. It also had like oh, there you go. something else, like, like a garlic marinade or something. There you go. Straight, straight from the States. So then we have marinade uh, cuts. Well, the, I think that the whole bread mixer is by itself a, a channel for whatever you want to do with it. You can pick different flours or breads or. Uh, even spices or dried herbs. So like there are like endless combinations there. Have you ever tried yeah. putting like uh, some kind of I don't know baking powder or this kind of thing to to the breading mixer?
1: I haven't actually. Um, no, I haven't. I mean, I've I've seen it in recipes, but I I, I haven't actually done that. I usually go with um, a mixture of sort of like half regular flour, and then half simple starches, usually a mixture of cornstarch and potato starch. Um, and I found that the best, I get the best results if you take some of this like seasoned flour mixture and then you make, you mix it with a little bit of the marinade, you make a slurry, you take your marinated chicken, drench it through that slurry and then add it into the flour because then you get that, those really wavy crackly bits when you fry it.
0: Yeah, you, you you want it to be clumpy, right? Like when you're yeah, making yeah. The, the breading, you, you you don't want it to be clean like with a croqueta? Do you want to be clumps there because that, 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 that is just pure crispiness once once it's fried?
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. For me, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult thing to say because I also really love like a panko breaded, you know, piece of chicken that in itself has a completely different appeal, you know? Because it's just like a solid, crispy, like crust. But the other one, you know, this this like flour dredge um, technique, it just gives you these this like really wild texture with these like really, really crisp sort of clumps. um, But yeah, I mean, they're, they're iconic. They're kind of what makes fried chicken fried chicken in a way, I think. What do you think about the, so, I mean, Are you familiar with Nashville fried chicken?
0: Nashville fried chicken. I don't think I am.
1: So, I mean, like places like, um, you know, very, very well known in the States, for example, it's like Howling Rays, um, who, you know, are famous for their fried chicken. Um, And um, they make fried chicken sandwiches and just regular fried chicken. But the thing is that usually you have a mixture of spices and fat that the chicken after it gets fried and gets dunked into. And it's basically coated in this fat and spice mixture. And uh, for a lot of people, that is the way of doing it um, in a sort of like a sort of modern fried chicken movement. There's actually a really amazing place that started during lockdown in New York called the uh, Packing House, which is a former, you should really check it out. It's a former sous chef from 11 Madison Park. who uh, during during lockdown started selling fried chicken. And he has a little bit more of like a Chinese approach to it, but making it in a Southern way. So he'll make like a a spice and chili mix. And um, he makes fried chicken, but like a little bit more like elevated. So he'll take this like traditional Southern approach of the super hot fat, like oil, but instead he'll use duck fat with like Chinese spices and chili. And it's like, you, you just check it out. He has a lot of videos and stuff like that. And you know, he talks about the process of how he does it. And I find it super fascinating because again, you know, this again is a subject where it's something really so simple. It's a fried chicken. You know, it's a piece of chicken that you process in a way and then you deep fry it, right? But they, they, there's so much intricacy to it. To It can just be a piece of fried chicken or it can be something that you eat and kind of makes you stop a little bit and you just think, fuck, so delicious you know um i feel like a lot of people are moving away from um you know like high end fine dining and like are putting the same sort of like attention to these sorts of things that are just like very passionate about and have a sort of like uh, emotional connection to from their from their childhood and stuff also
0: hmm. so to conclude uh if we were to open like a fried chicken restaurant let's say we already have the perfect fried chicken uh, Aside that aside how would that place be which sauces which drinks how, how would you imagine like a perfect fried chicken restaurant
1: if i imagine my perfect fried chicken restaurant um i would want to keep it very very like straightforward and simple you know like i would Concentrate on making a really, really good fried chicken sandwich with really good ingredients and like a really amazing preparation. I would have a couple of like sides. I think you have to have coleslaw, right? <laughs> you have to have coleslaw. You have to, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I would like, I mean, you have to have coleslaw, you have to have fries. I think you have to have fries. Me personally, I'm a big fan of crinkle cut fries.
0: <laughs> crinkle cut fries. Which are sprinkle-cut fries, yeah. The ones that are wavy, you know? Ah the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, um, I would I would use like Amsterdam style fries, you know, the thick ones, really orange and crispy. Really oh good. yeah, man, that
1: that was a good fries. Talking about fries. It should be a whole different episode. I a
0: whole episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: but if I imagine this, uh, like, Ronald, like, if I imagine my perfect fried chicken restaurant, you know, it's kind of like, what makes fried chicken good, you know, it's kind of like, just keeping it simple and just, like, you know, make it the sort of place you could go any other day, you know, just sort of, like, grab it and go. And But make it, like, wholesome, you know, make it something that's also, you know, that's just really, like, nourishing for, like, for, satisfying you but also you know for feeding you Um, no absolutely like
0: and well when it comes to drinks or desserts i wouldn't go crazy you know i I would have have like regular soft drinks and beers and just
1: like standard desserts you know like nothing crazy yeah for sure I, i i'm not even sure i would put a dessert on Like maybe like a vanilla ice cream shake or something, like a milkshake or
0: something. Yeah, like a tiramisu or a chocolate mousse, you know, like something really basic and standard, just if someone wants a a sweet bite as well, you know.
1: For sure. That being said, I always dreamed of having a soft serve ice cream machine that you just do one cool flavor a day, you know, like, I don't know, like salted caramel soft serve or like something, you know, just like something nice just kind of like on the go, but those things are real pain in the ass to maintain and to clean. They always give you problems. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I just love those things. Yeah, oh, that, that, that would be that, awesome. I guess that's why at McDonald's, I guess that's why at McDonald's, they're always out of, uh, out of the soft serve. It's always broken.
0: <laughs> so uh, what are we talking on our next episode?
1: Um, so next we're talking about cultural appropriation in and, and food and kitchens and in gastronomy in general okay perfect see you then all right see you then